is the beautiful Alicia Fox. Spoke to you and said this, Bob, but my name's Billy. It doesn't matter what your name is. Loaded up with alcohol, more specifically vodka, whiskey, beer, tequila, more beer, more vodka, more whiskey, and more beer. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's coming in here. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. Three ain't enough now. I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. And after tonight, none of you in this ring will ever. Hello everyone, welcome to 3 Count Thursday, live here on our Facebook page. It is Thursday, January 17th, 2019. We are the podcast of the millennium. A little throwback feel to you on a Thursday night. Just Ryan and I here in studio. Matt will be with us uh, in a little bit. Tim and Mark have the night off, and we have tons to talk about this week, including, boy, Ryan, there is just far too much that is going on, especially since we were off last week. Um, But first, our show is brought to you by Alicia's Pillows and Things. If you want to get some great uh, home decor and uh, much more pillows, stools, and uh, much, much more featuring your favorite uh, sports teams, kids, cartoon characters, movie characters, and more, head over to NGSCSports.com. That's our home network, NGSC Sports. Go to NGSCSports.com, find the Alicia's Pillows and Things tab on the homepage, and place your order. Let them know that we sent you. Do it. It's great stuff. Christmas is over, obviously. We're in January, but... You can still get some great, great stuff. And uh, Ryan, as we uh, as we jump in here, we uh, we have a little bonus this week. You've got mail. A little bonus. We got some mail. We got mail. Before we get to the mail, oh. I just want to wish okay. Betty White a happy, happy birthday. Yes. Happy birthday, Betty White. 97 years I'm young, right? I'm assuming she still has another solid 10 to go. She's going to outlive us, dude. But I wanted to at least wish her a happy birthday. 100%, 97, I believe she is is uh, this year, right? Yeah, she's old. That sound about right? I don't know. Dirt Scotty dirt. in with us, Devin, Frank, and more. If you're following along in the live video, make sure you give it a share. Make sure you give it a like. We'd appreciate that. You got well, the new chair in post. We uh, do, we re- do. We re- re- decorate a little we, bit. Uh, I, try to, I try to change up the flag we situation like each, each and every week. And you um, do a good job, Jim. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. I don't know if that. we give you enough respect. Now, of course, last week, uh, we, we apologize again for missing the show. Um, when we do an internet show, it's kind of hard to do it. We have no internet here in Studio L. So, I don't apologize uh, at all. It is what it is. Uh, we're glad to be back. Sophia Ramirez was supposed to join us last week. Uh, we're gonna, I apologize to her. That I, I do apologize for that. Yeah, we sure. will reschedule with her. Um, there are uh, website exclusive interviews coming up that are going to be dropping on the website. There's uh, There's one up now. I think the kids call it website exclusive out the wazoo. I out think the wazoo, yes. That's the going term that, for it now. Scotty, that isn't even shitty Comcast. We don't even have Comcast here. 
Um, but if we did, it would be it shitty. It would be shitty. Um, and uh, two more dropping uh, in the in the coming months. Casey Lennox will be joining us here tonight, and we have maybe have some live guest announcements. At least one coming up for the next couple weeks. We for sure, do. Don't want to throw that one out there though. because it's not quite official yet. No. Uh, but head over to threecountthursday.com. Follow us on all of our social media. Uh, so you know uh, everything that's going on uh, with guest announcements, upcoming indie shows, and much more. Uh, you know to- what? I'm going to post that guest announcement on the Patreon page before we go live. Ooh, so that's the Patreon, exciting. The Patreon subscribers will know at least a day before that's we post it on here. Exciting. Um, but uh, two indie shows this weekend, both from MCW. Tomorrow night in Joppa, Maryland, it's MCW Winter Blast. And then uh, Saturday night in Hollywood, Maryland, it is... MCW Winter Blast. So. Yes, you can go see the the Walk of Fame in Hollywood, Maryland. Yes, is there one of those there? Nope, no. Nope. But let's the get the big Hollywood let, sign on the hills of Maryland. The hills of Maryland. Yeah, it's a little. It's a little hillier. It's a little than hill. Delaware. A little hill. Little, wait, is, is 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 there a hill in Delaware? There is a knob in a knob. Delaware. <laughs> yes, you you oh, go over the knob. Already. I forgot about that already. You got me sidetracked. Okay, Jim. so. Somebody, one of our one of our great three CT fans, Aww. sent us the full. I think it's series four of the uh, of the retros. So he got a Kevin Owens, Ooh, uh, a fight Owens fight. We're gonna send him over there in Tim's spot and Mark's spot. Mark and uh, the Demon Finn Balor. Balor. I like these ones have the little kickstandy thing that so you can stand, stand them up on. on. I, bought, I finally bought the ring, by the way. Isn't that ring awesome? The ring is it? awesome. I haven't set it up yet, though. Uh, Scott says, have fun with the snow. Yeah, we're supposed to get a little snow here this weekend. Um, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. I like that because it, it really has a, that old feel to it. It does, dude. It absolutely does because he has Ballard's hair in this arms one. Black. It's just a weird, it's a weird look. Didn't he have his arms painted black? Oh, no, because he wears the sleevey things. Is it the sleevey? Th- okay, is that what it? Okay. Yeah, I guess they just put him up the whole all That's the way. Fine. I'm not upset. And then a Sami Zayn. I miss Sami so Zayn. So a Zayn, Flair, Owens, and Balor. Ah, uh, they don't have his initials in the boots. That's a little <sighs> that's, detail that's, that that's I don't That's a bummer. Love. They have that, the RF on the trunks, but not the boots. They do. Ah, shit. They did get the checkers in, uh, in Sami Zayn's tights, though. Okay. So that's exciting. But yeah, again, that's thank solid. you for uh, for sending us. Have you gotten any of the other ones? Like I know they have the, uh, I have like the Wolfpack Sting. That's in that series beyond this. This oh, okay. This I have four. the first okay. three series in full. Okay. And I have, and now I have this one. We have this one. The um, action of this is the snap haluva kick. The snap haluva, which his leg goes to like barely his shin level. Yeah. Uh, we'll be on. We'll have uh, Casey Lennox here in just a little bit. Uh, just a moment here coming up. But uh, yeah, I think they're. I think they've released up to like series seven and eight and nine are yet to come. I, I am going to get collect them all. I think that's what the isn't that what the commercials used to say? Collect them all. Um. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I know there was an Undertaker picture that said "Undertake them all." Oh, that's right. In print, like that was I, the magazine. You know what I one. wish they would do? I wish they would market these more, and they would do the commercials, the old style, like they did the old style commercials back in the day. Yeah, that would be great. that would be awesome. It would be cool. I mean, I don't. Is the Undertaker the only one left? Like, I know Piper had one. Um, Warrior was in one. <coughs> Hogan. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Maybe did Jake the Snake? Oh, maybe Snake might have had one. But yeah, there wasn't a lot. But I mean, just, I mean, yeah. use superstars now. No, that's fine. That are featured, but, but in okay. that style, and even do like a grainy filter, maybe. Sure. So it looks like the old style. One. Do kids play with wrestling figures anymore, though? I have no clue. Like, I don't do have. Do kids children. play with things, or just 
internets. In I'm not phones. sure. But if you go to our, if you uh, subscribe and, and become a patron, you're going to hear a children's song on this week's pre-show post-show. And uh, like, I don't, let's look at this. This is for ages 12 and up. What 12 year old is playing with action figures? I have no clue. In, in 2019. I have no idea. Am I wrong? I, you're probably right. Like, it's just, it's just overweight guys that are buying these. Absolutely. To collect them. Because they're anymore. like we had when we were kids. Right. Because they're, they're, a kid's going to look at that today and be like, this is stupid. This is stupid, right? But you know what's not stupid, Ryan? Our guest. Let's oh, get, no, that's no, obviously not. That's what I'm saying. Let's right, get, right. Not yeah, yeah. I'm excited to have a guest. Right. We haven't had a guest in a couple a couple months. We probably. haven't had a guest in a year. Oh my god, get I it? see what you did there. Get it? Because it's it's a new year. It's new year humor with Jim. So on that note, let's get to our guest. I hate you for we, that. We are glad we are glad to welcome onto the show Casey Lennox. Casey, welcome in to Three Count Thursday. How are you? Hi, how are you guys? Good. I'm glad you stayed on the line with my terrible humor. Yeah, that was awful. <laughs> Hell, no, I almost hung up, and I'm sitting next to you. Yeah, you, you, like I had to, I had to like keep him from getting up and leaving the, uh, leaving the table here. But again, we are we are glad you can join us, and uh, and and let's jump right into it here. Um, for those that don't know your background, um, and and you know your your history in the, in the business and and what kind of got you started, uh, did you were you a fan of, of wrestling growing up? Was it something you watched? And and if so, was there any superstars that that maybe? you know, grabbed your attention and, and influenced you or anything like that? Uh, yes. So I started watching wrestling. I feel like, give me one second. Am I echoing? Uh, you were for a no. second, but I think you might be okay now. Okay, cool. Um, so I started watching wrestling when I was 10 years old. So I'm 26 now, so 16 years altogether. Okay. Um, and my brother got me into it. I, I'm from Baltimore, so the arena that we went to back in that time was the Roy, or was the first Mariner Bank Arena. Yes. Right now it's called, I think, Royal Farms Arena. Um, but we went to our first event. Um, we would catch wrestling on the TV just like everybody else, and then whenever they would come to town, um, we would go. And then our first event, we had nosebleed, sex, or nosebleed seats, um, and it was the worst. We had to have like binoculars just to see anything because we were so high. Like we were in the nosebleeds, but we were like <laughs> the top section, the top row of the nosebleeds. <laughs> um, so I went to that show, and the thing that really captured my attention was the uh, I, I believe it was like a bikini contest or like a lingerie thing. That was back in the day when. It was like Tori Wilson and Don Marie and Sable and stuff like that. Okay. Um, kind of the time when they didn't really get to wrestle. They were kind of more just like for show. Right. Um, but even if they were just still for show, like they literally got everyone's attention. Like so many fans were just just yelling at them and just supporting them. So that really got my attention. Um, but just seeing them in the ring and just, how they were muscular still, they were still powerful. They still literally commanded the attention of the entire audience there. That's what made me want to do it because I was like, dang, these girls are powerful. They like literally just walk out and everybody's attention is on them. So that's why I want to wrestle. Awesome. Awesome. So then uh, started it. Then you, you decide that, that you want to try your hand in professional wrestling. Can you kind of explain to us what your path was like? Um, making the decision to get into business. Um, how did you choose a trainer? 
what would you say some of the uh, uh, the easiest things like in the whole learning process of becoming the early steps of becoming a professional wrestler? What did that look like for you? Um, so, like, obviously, from that point on, from when I was 10 years old and I seen them in the ring, I was like, this is what I'm going to do. Uh, back in Maryland, they had a couple schools and one of the top promotions in Maryland uh, when I was there and still to this day is Maryland Championship Wrestling, so MCW. Yep. They um, they kind of partnered with a a local school that had just opened up in Maryland. It was called Gilbert's Professional Wrestling Academy. So I chose to go to that school strictly because MCW was uh, joining with them. Gilbert, you know, he's he's been in WWE, mm-hmm. um, and you know, he just had he's he had talent at that school that have made a name for themselves in the wrestling scene, and he would bring in. Uh, people like Blue Meanie, who was such a nice guy. Um, but he would bring in just, just top talents like that. He would bring in uh, Carlito, just lots of people he would bring in. Um, so I went there uh, for about a year when I turned 18, because in Maryland, or at his school at least, you had to be 18 yep. to to be in the ring and, and to like start training. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um so I went there when I was 18, literally like the day I turned 18, <laughs> I was there. And I think it was like a Tuesday or something like that. So um, that day I went to the school, I got signed up and I started bumping and rolling and learning all about wrestling. Um, and then I stopped, unfortunately. I think it just like work got to me and stuff like that and just trying to be an adult and pay bills and stuff like that. Sure. Um, I did that and then I moved to Florida Okay. and I originally moved to Florida to go to Tampa to do the FCW beginners course. And then they moved the performance center to Orlando. So they got rid of that course. So yeah. that kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah. That's bad timing. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, during that time, they were doing the Tough Enough. And I was like, oh, my goodness, this is a show that, you know, I've watched since I was, like, little, since I've been, like, starting watching wrestling. Um, and I was like, I can do this, blah, 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 blah. And fortunately, didn't get picked for this show. But um, I did get a tryout from my uh, Tough Enough video. And the tryout, it was rough. Like, it was super rough. People always try to prepare for it, and um, they can tell you everything to do. But once you get there and you're, like, constantly doing it, doing it, doing it, Mm -hmm. it is extremely rough. Uh, But after that, um, my mama wouldn't let me start training until I got an official answer from WWE. But, um... I got my I got my rejection letter. Boo. <laughs> um, so I got my rejection letter, and then immediately after that, I started training at Team Vision Dojo, and from there, it's all history. <laughs> awesome. Now you said uh, we actually were just talking about MCW. They have two shows running this weekend. Um, was that mm-hmm. was that was that Bruiser that was running the school back then? No, it was um, it was. Gilbert and no, but what's really what do you think? 
Oh my goodness, this is so long ago. Because that was like eight years ago. Okay, no, yeah, okay, then yeah, probably wouldn't have been. <laughs> okay, I just I just wasn't sure. Um. No, no, no. He wasn't a head trainer. Okay. It was definitely um, Goldberg and like Rich Meyer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes I think Bruzy does the one they have a they still have a school now. It's not Gilbert. It's it's uh it's officially like ran under MCW. I think Bruiser runs the school there now though. Okay, now okay, okay. I wasn't I wasn't sure. I knew he fit in somewhere. That that probably sounds more right. <laughs> um now you've worn many hats uh in, in the wrestling world, from being a ring announcer to a backstage uh interviewer to a wrestler. Is is there any role in particular um that has stood out to you as as maybe your favorite or is is there one that um has provided a- any sort of particular challenges to you that, that you've kind of had to meet head on and uh, and tackle those um wrestling is obviously my favorite it's what i've wanted to do for years um you get to go out there or i get to go out there and just see me like i don't i don't have a character i just go out and i'm sassy and and I smart talk people and all that good fun stuff. And I get to, you know, be powerful and knock people over and beat them up. But <laughs> um, the most difficult, I would say, the one that's like most challenging for me is probably a mix of like announcing and uh, interviewing. Not so much the interviewing side. I think it's just more of the announcing um like kind of like freestyling, freestyling it, if that makes sense. Sure. Just being able to like go out there and uh, say whatever's on the top of my head. And then like, it makes sense at a wrestling show just cause I don't know. I have like, like I have a big personality, but sometimes when I get in front of crowds, it's like, Oh no, I just want to be shy <laughs> to myself. <laughs> no, I mean it, it, that, that makes a lot of sense. We've, we've done uh, a lot of commentary work and we've done uh, some backstage uh, like interviewing work at, at companies here in Central PA, and and yeah, there's times mm-hmm. where no, no matter how used used to it you are or uh, anything like that, that there there are definitely points where you just kind of lock up, or it's just for whatever reason the creativity that day is not working, or your mind's not working right that day, and uh, yeah, it can be difficult, and and when you have to react on the fly uh, to things, it's, it's it's not always the easiest thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, like I, we did um, with MLW, we do like a Facebook Live sometimes. And I feel like I, I like I have to go on the fly because it is, it's live. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, it doesn't scare me when it's live because I don't know, I'm ditzy sometimes. I'm not, I mean, I'm smart, but I'm not obviously a genius or anything crazy. Um, but I don't want to go out in front of a crowd and like say something stupid and embarrass myself. So that's a big part of, um, what I would say is makes me nervous. <laughs> I do that every week here on Three Count Thursday. So. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'll, you'll, you'll be in great company if it happens. Um, in our comments section here on our video, Blake Kennedy uh, said nosebleed sections and then some smiley faces. So enjoyed the nosebleed section <laughs> of, of the story. Um, um, so anybody I that hate the oh, nosebleeds. Sorry, oh my goodness, they're the worst. And like I, the perfect. The perfect section is definitely like, um, like either camera side or your non-camera side, but just like those middle seats. I think it's like section at the for, at First Mariner Bank. I think it's like section one hundred one and like 
I don't know, 112 or something like that. Mm-hmm. But those are like the perfect seats ever. Have you been back? You get to, to see everything. Have you been back there lately? <laughs> I haven't. I haven't been to Baltimore in, um, I want to say, just like three years. I've been okay. in Florida for six years altogether, and we made trips back and forth. Um, so I want to say like three or four years. Okay. All right. Because I mean, we've been we've been there, and they had, and I feel like they haven't updated it since you were talking about it. Then, yeah, no, the, the arena. It's just, it's just. <laughs> I think I think they changed the name and like put a couple different lights on the outside of the building. That's, but that's all. But like done. my 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 dad used to go to hockey games back there in the '60s, and he said it's pretty feels pretty same much arena. the same uh, as it did back then. So yeah, I doubt I doubt that they changed anything. <laughs> not much. Not much. Um. So hey. Let's let's talk about your very first match. Um, you're in the ring. How did it go? Like, how were your nerves? You know, right before the bell rings. Um, can you step us through like that first match feel for for us? Yes. So my very first match, I was initially initially supposed to referee. Um, it was a kind of like a, a an open house slash free show for. Um, just the fans in Florida. It was a Wednesday night and it was just for some of the students who were at the school to just showcase their talents at like everything they've learned so far. Um, so I was supposed to referee because I was not uh, prepared to wrestle. Like I didn't, I guess my trainer didn't think I was ready to wrestle at that point. So I just refereed the match um, or like he wasn't giving me clearance to wrestle. Little did I know he was setting it up so that the tag team match that I was refing turns into a six-way match. So, oh my lord, I feel like I'm going to sound stupid. Um, <laughs> uh, it was the two tag teams, and then myself and my trainer was my partner. Okay. So, yeah, six-way, right? Yes. Am I saying that right? That would be like a, a like, like a tri- like, kind of like a triple threat tag. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Um, so he, he set that up. I was, I was going to referee and then the said promoter slash booker came out and made this announcement that the match was going to turn into a three-way and the additional tag team was myself and my trainer. And that's how my first match happened. I didn't have time to be nervous. Uh, my trainer came in and he was like, take your rough shirt off and boom, it just happened. Nice. (laughs) <laughs> right right to the wolves um yeah yeah <laughs> hit the ground run like you said you don't have time that's 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 the best way so anybody that follows no, you i need it time i have to get ready oh uh, well yeah yeah but i mean you were you were mentally there just have to get over the butterflies <laughs> um so anybody that follows you on social media um can see that you're really no stranger doing photo shoots looking back at some of the ones that you've done is there a particular photo shoot that you recall like being your favorite I would say my favorite is the one I did in Louisiana. It was during um, WrestleMania weekend. So okay. actually, this this past WrestleMania, um, it was just I wanted to do something that was, I don't want to say different because everybody does these regular shoots with graffiti and stuff like that. Um, but I wanted to do a graffiti shoot, and I didn't want to do a graffiti shoot with uh graffiti that's been in everybody's pictures who take photos in Orlando mm-hmm. because there's not there's a lot of places to do stuff in Orlando but for some reason a lot of people just go to the same location um and 
you know, get the same backdrop. Sure. But I wanted to have something different, and I wanted to have something that was uh, true to New Orleans. And th- that had been the second time that I've been to New Orleans, and New Orleans was a special place uh, in my heart just because of how they come together as one. Um, like, they're one family. They're just one big they're one big city, and I feel like they all care for each other, uh, even if they don't know who they are from one another. Sure. But um, but I wanted to just get some of that city's like life and their art, and it's it was very different than what I've seen here in Orlando. So that would be my favorite one. Cool. And right. then I had like cars honking at me because I was. <laughs> in outfits that were not inappropriate or that were not appropriate for the street. <laughs> but um, overall, it was a good shoot. It was one of my favorites. James, I think you have some of those outfits too. Yeah, I've, I've had a few of those. Uh, yeah, the comments from people probably are okay. a little friendlier, maybe towards you, yeah, but yeah. Uh, than than they are for me. But hey, <laughs> uh, it is what it is. Uh, in the comments here and in, in, in our live video, uh, Ray asks. He says, uh, during your entrance when you're walking to the ring, the announcer uh, always announces that you're from Baltimore, Maryland. His question is that: uh, Do you think it hurts your popularity with uh, the Florida residents when most of the audience knows? that you train and do shows in Florida, but you're still representing Baltimore? Good question. Um, wait, so wait, repeat the question. Does I, it hurt my, does I, it hurt I, my I, fans? Yeah, like, I mean, I, I think he's asking, like, you know, that you're still representing Baltimore, even though you're down down in Florida. Do you think that hurts maybe you're uh, making a connection with the Florida fans, I think maybe is what he's asking? Oh, well, I would hope it doesn't. Like I love all my fans. Even I don't like it doesn't matter where they're from. If they're from New York, I claim I claim three cities. I came uh claim. I claim Florida, New York and Baltimore. Um because when I was in Baltimore I literally went to New York like three times a month. So I feel like that's a second home to me. Okay. Um and no, I love Baltimore. So sorry if, if my Florida fans are mad that I don't claim Baltimore or claim Florida, but I love Baltimore. I rep everything Baltimore, like Ravens, Orioles, even though they suck. Um, <laughs> I feel your I feel your Jim, pain. You're there. an Oriole fan. Yeah, yeah, I feel your pain there for sure. <laughs> I will stick by my teams and my city through everything, even if they're like horrible at times. Um, so no, I really hope that I don't make my Florida fans mad. I still love every like literally every fan from wherever they are, from Mexico to Canada. Saudi Arabia. I love sure. all my fans. Yeah, but, uh, I love my Baltimore ones more. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> uh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I know we have uh, we have listeners like in in, in Ireland. We have yeah, listeners well, across the country. Like, you know, we're we're you know we're from Central PA, but we love people no matter uh, no matter where they're from. So that's definitely yeah. We're from Lancaster, but we're not Amish. We are not we Amish. That, that is for yeah. sure. Um, now, Casey, um, we know, uh, that, that you have a great sense for, uh, technical wrestling. You're, you're, you use a lot of holds, a lot of submissions. Um, and you've stated, uh, at times that, uh, Chris Benoit is a wrestler that you truly loved, uh, in the ring. Is, is, is he one of the reasons why you, you have such a, like a strong, uh, focus on technical wrestling? Um, so Kind of yes and kind of no. I love technical wrestling um, because I've seen a lot of British wrestlers do it, and I'm a huge fan okay. of British wrestling. Um, Chris Omar, he's obviously, he's just a legend in this business. Mm-hmm. Um, Storylines of William Regal, Kurt Angle, uh, 
like literally everybody. He is what I grew up on. Um, I'm a fan of him. Some people, maybe not, but that's why I, lo- I that's why I love technical wrestling because of British wrestling. So guys like Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, I say that so weird every time. <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> um, Pete Dunne, just like literally the the WWE UK special that they just had. I I have not yet to watch it. It's but so when I do watch it, I'm going to sit back and binge watch it. Oh my God, Casey, um, you're going to love it. I know. I'm excited was... for the uh, Tony and Tony and Rhea fight. I'm excited Top for notch. that one. So good. You're gonna you're gonna the whole <laughs> show start to fit, you're gonna love it. Good, good. Like yeah, that's where I that's where I um kinda fell in love more with the technical side of wrestling and hopefully, fingers crossed, that I get super better at it because I wanna do it a lot in my matches. Sure. It's fun and it's not flippy. A lot of people do flippy stuff nowadays and that's cool. That's like their genre. That's what they wanna do. Um but I wanna be a girl that can kinda do both. Right. I want to flip, and I want to do technical stuff. Awesome. Yeah, we've mm-hmm. been a big proponent here of, you know, flippy wrestling is cool, strong style is cool, like hardcore wrestling is cool. Like everybody, you know, your your wrestling style is going to be cool. Like there's going to be an audience for it. And yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. But, yeah, you're going to love you're going to love that takeover show. I'm excited. <laughs> so, so being on the East Coast and in Florida in particular, there's really no shortage of wrestling companies around. Um, have you have you found that as an <laughs> like a really good advantage? to having a couple options within drivable distance to kind of help, help spread the word of Casey Lennox. Yeah, no, it definitely helps. Um, having so many, uh, promotions here in Florida and like literally Georgia's, uh, just a few hours away. There's so many places Mm -hmm. that are not that far. Um, it just helps a get exposure out. It helps you to just have more experience overall in the ring. Like, even if you're going to to little shows where you just get a handshake and a hot dog, like you get that in ring experience. And that is what I feel like that's what I need. And that's what just a lot of people need because you never stop learning in wrestling. There's always something different that you can try in a match. So definitely having all of these promotions, um, it definitely does help me get my name out there. Uh, wrestling wise, announcing wise, family wise. It just helps me get my name out in so many different ways. It's cool. Now you touched on the uh obviously the the UK event and and the women's match there and we we've seen obviously such a change um from the the WWE standpoint as it as it pertains to women's wrestling uh over the past few years and and um obviously this past Monday the announcement of the uh, women's tag team championships for the first time. Yeah. Um, you know, we've over the last couple of years we've seen you know Hell in a Cell matches and tables matches and TLC matches and Money <laughs> in the Bank matches and um, you know obviously there's there's a lot of buzz that this year we could potentially see uh, the women main event WrestleMania like that remains to be seen. <laughs> but um, you know as a as a female in the business and somebody that has seen it come from you know not wrestling just kind of grab the attention of the audience because they look good to, to what we're seeing now. Like what, what does that, what does that mean for you as, as a female in the wrestling business um, and everything they, they, they've been doing uh, with the WWE? Oh my goodness. It means seeing, seeing um, women's wrestling and female wrestling coming from what it did to what it is now means 
everything to me. Like, I just wish that I started actually, well, I started at 18, so I did start early, but I wish I would have kept with it and maybe, um, maybe I could be in, you know, one of those spots with Sasha or Becky or, um, Bailey or Charlotte or Carmella, any of, any of the female talent that is on, on TV right now, even back to people like Eve, people like, um, Maria Canellas. A lot of people give her flack, but a lot of people give her flack because she was in the divas quote unquote division. Um, but she's been in this business for over a decade mm-hmm. and she's still killing it. So I don't understand why they're giving her all this flack. Like she came in as this model type on the diva search and she's literally she's a wrestler. Mm-hmm. She knows how to wrestle, she knows how to manage somebody, she knows how to get people over. Um, and like, that's what you have to do. That's your job. Whether people like her or not, like that's, that's what she gets paid to do and she does it well. So, um, but yeah, seeing, seeing wrestling come from what it was and what it is. And I'm not saying that the females now are any better than the females in the past or anything crazy like that, because each female in wrestling not even just wwe each female in wrestling has um kind of like laid a stone for where we are now mm-hmm. if it wasn't for uh the tory wilson's and the don marie's and the stables just getting to do bikini bikini contests and lingerie contests it wouldn't fuel for girls like sasha banks and charlotte to want to be better and to want to fight for having these main event spots and having these tag team championships Mm -hmm. and having two belts again and being called superstars instead of divas like divas isn't a bad word it's it's kind of like i don't want to say representation it's a i don't know what the word would be but diva is definitely not a bad word i I mean both of them are fine that that that, that divas (laughs) time frame really fit the business and, and, and where it was back in the early 2000s in that attitude era feel. Um, and, and it okay. fit a role that like that wouldn't work today, but because of that, it's where we're at today. And and that, that step okay. that it allowed the women to take in this business. And it's something that we're, you know, very passionate of, of female wrestling. We used to, you know, commentate in all, in all female company. Um, you mm-hmm. know, our, our, we do a woman of the week and it's not like a, you know, hey, look at this attractive woman. It's like, hey, this is a wrestler, and like, let's let's feature her on our Instagram pages. So, like, we are definitely all behind women's wrestling, and it's a really good point. And I love that you used Maria Kanellis because I think everybody looks at her WWE work and like think that's it, but like, sh- she was so revolutionary in Ring of Honor and what she did, absolutely in absolutely. ROH that that people forget. I feel like, oh, she's just Mike Bennett's vat. Like, there's so much more to Maria Kanellis than just what she's done in the WWE. So, I love that you used her as an example. No, of course. Like I love Maria. She, um, I, I don't, I don't have her on my page anymore. I don't think, but she had said this quote, passion is my motivation. And I've like stuck by that for years. Um, so yeah, she's just an amazing performer overall. Like if she wasn't good, do you think she would be in it for 15 years? Right. right. Like, do you think she would be signed by WWE and then go to ROH just to be signed again? Like, Maria is an amazing talent. Right. Absolutely is. Um, we have a comment here on our comment pages. Ray wants to know, uh, what was the longest time length um, of, the, of the longest match you've had? 
The longest time length is 20, 25 minutes. Okay. It was with Sofia Castillo. Wow. Good match. Absolutely. 25. Yeah. It was fun. One of the funnest matches. It was it was uh, kind of like a grudge slash bar fight match, so they're oh, okay. always fun. I love bar fights. <laughs> uh, which is a great segue to my next question. Uh, looking back at your career so far um, and the number of matches that you've had, is there a particular match that sticks out that, that you would put number one on like a best of Casey Lennox reel? So my uh, grudge match with Sophia would be on that list, but my all-time favorite match is with Kikyo, and it was when I first started. Um, she really just pulled everything out of me. Awesome. Like I felt like everything in that match was perfect, even if it wasn't perfect. Um, I felt like, that was my most successful match and that match made me happiest. So definitely that match. It was, uh, ACW, um, American, American combat wrestling. <laughs> um, it was one of their Wednesday shows, but she definitely pushed me to my limits. She made me work as hard as she did. She made me a better wrestler in that match. So for that, I'm very appreciative, appreciative, um, and yeah, it's my favorite match with her. I love just getting in, in there with her. But she lives on the West Coast now, I believe. So awesome. not too many chances right now. Yeah, we, we've asked there. we've asked questions <laughs> like that before, and it, it's oftentimes it's like I don't really know what happened, but everything clicked, and it was just everything was clicking. You know, every 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 aspect of of, of the performance that night was just was top notch, and that's the reason I never thought it would be like that would be my favorite match. But everything just fell into place one night, and it was perfect. So awesome. Yeah. <laughs> all right as we're uh nearing the end the, the probably the favorite question that we always uh ask our guests here is if you had to pick one person um past or present uh that, that that you would have that you could have a dream match against you know kind of a fantasy booking scenario so uh maybe there's a stipulation on it maybe it's at a certain arena or a certain event you know if, if you could pick your one dream match uh in the wrestling business who, who would that be against and, and what what match would that be Oh my goodness. There does not even have to be any stipulations. Um, my dream match would be against Eddie Guerrero. Awesome. He's my favorite. Like he's one of my top five favorites. Um, he would, he would everything out of me just like Keith here does. He's a high flyer. He's, he's good with technical wrestling. Um, I would definitely want to wrestle Eddie. <laughs> All right, very good. Uh, obviously, one of the best uh, yeah, ever to yeah, do it. We've heard that name a um, lot. For, for, sure. for the there, there was some other questions in the in the comments, um, and uh, mm-hmm. we we didn't have a chance to a- ask all of them. Maybe you will be able to jump on and uh, answer some of the questions uh, on the Facebook Live video for the people. Um, but as we're as we're wrapping up here with you, just let let people know, uh, Casey, where they can follow you on social media. Um, maybe some uh, upcoming bookings that you have where people can see you uh, in action um, and, and all of that. So just let people know where they can keep track of your career, and then we'll uh, then we'll let you go here tonight. Yeah, so all of my social media is the same. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and it is Miss Casey Lennox. So it's M-I-S-S-K-A-C-I-L-E-N-N-O-X. Um, so it's the same on all three platforms. You can follow me there. Um, you can like all my pages and do all that fancy stuff. And I'll be posting all of my shows on there. 
Um, all of my merch is on there, all that good stuff. Um, but I will be in Fort Lauderdale this week for Platinum Pro Wrestling. And then I've got some other big shows. I've got Ignite coming up. I have MLW in Philly, which a lot of my friends are coming to. So if you guys don't have your tickets for MLW in Philadelphia, get them now. Um, uh, so MLW in Philly. And then I have Ohio. But I'll be posting all these dates on, on my Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and hopefully see some of you guys there. Awesome. Yeah, we, we probably should look into yeah, that uh, look MLW, into MLW in Philly. Show, for sure. But uh, Casey, yeah. again, thank you so much uh, for, uh, for joining us here tonight and, uh, and talking to us for a little bit. We appreciate it, and uh, we hope to see you soon. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank All right, so take much. care. All right, bye-bye. It's a great interview, and uh, man, her talking about the uh, the Baltimore Arena. That's I, that's where um, King of the Ring ninety five, ninety four, ninety five, ninety four. It was ninety four. It was ninety four. That I was trying to think. Is it ninety three? Was the first one? It's one Brett one, and then uh, ninety five was or ninety four was in Baltimore the next year. Uh, my dad, and my brother, and I, some friends of ours, went to that. Um, Solid show, uh, but yeah, that arena, not great. Not great. Not great. Not, um, not much great going on with the uh, the first Mariner there. So again, what's it called now? It's not even first Mariner. Anymore. Royal Farms. Royal Farms. Yeah. Um, but again, for those that were um, you know interacting in the live in the live video, asking questions, we appreciate that. Sorry we couldn't ask all of them uh, with Casey here uh tonight hopefully she will uh get a chance to go on and and, and follow up with you on those so i We're, believe the the mlw show she's talking about is the super fight show and it's the february 2nd oh up in philly it's the 2300 arena um signed to appear so far is uh ray phoenix and pentagon jr that's exciting um the middleweight champion mjf who has now recently he's signed with uh aew with aew um selena de la renta conan um and jim probably your favorite the the heart foundation Will oh be, my god! I need to get to some of that uh, that Heart Foundation merch. I mean, I got yeah. this guy going on. You got the Brett guy. You've always been a Heart Mark. The Brett guy. So uh, MLW is returning for the first time in 17 years with a fusion taping to the 2300 Arena, and that is Saturday night, February the second. So we'll probably throw a link up somewhere to to get tickets. Check out Three Count Thursday. dot com. Yeah, and you can we'll throw up a poster. Yeah, we'll have to get it. We'll have to get a link up there again. Make sure link. you're following along with us. Uh, on all of our social media, we have the Instagram Woman of the Week, um, and everything for us uh, social media wise is three count Thursday. It's same across the board. Number three uh, count Thursday. You, we got the bo- the board in the back here. Uh, three count Thursday dot com has all the links. Has our merch, our what a maneuver merch. We have two designs over there. Hopefully, we'll be adding more designs to that uh, here in 2019. We have our Patreon page, which you can get bonus content, pre show, post shows. We're here getting ready uh, for the show each and every week. We, uh, we record a little something. Sometimes it's four minutes. Sometimes it's ten minutes. Sometimes it's a little bit longer. But uh, we, we have stuff going on there. Yeah, this week was a little bit shorter. A little bit shorter. But it was rich it, in content. It, it, was, it was quality stuff. It was quality rich stuff. Um, Ryan, you'll be you, thinking about you still it do the, two, the, the entire Tuesday, night you listen. You'll be thinking yeah, about it. Be, it'll be in your head for a week. For a week. Do you still do the Tuesday night thing? Uh, man, I've been really bad with that. I have. There just hasn't been a ton for me to talk about. I feel okay. Um, okay, I, I, my work schedule changed a bit, so that that uh, impacts it a little bit, which, is, which sounds stupid. But uh, 
I will commit to doing a lot more Tuesday shows. And it's, again, it's just something small. It's like two minutes. A couple minutes long on a Tuesday. You get to hang out with Ryan on the Patreon page. And do it while you're sitting on the crapper. I Wait, think, no, probably uh, not. Don't want to do that. Yeah, be fine to do that. Oh, I'm not doing it on the crapper. If you want to listen to it oh, on the crapper. That's yeah, that's what I meant. I'm not recording shit on the crapper. <laughs> no. I mean, you could be you recording it? shit. Yeah, when I did that? On the crapper. I made a funny one. <laughs> All right, I think we got Matt. Oh, that was bad. It God, was bad. It was really bad. I'm sorry. For Matt, it. are you with us? Matt, save us. I'm, I'm with you. Raise okay. the cat. Raise the cat. Thank God. Did they win? Raise the cat? No, Jim. We're raising the they cat did. and they fucking lost. Yeah, they won. Okay, well, I didn't know. I, didn't, like, I wouldn't say raise the cat. Now you've angered the cat, Ryan. That happens. Um, happens. Go ahead. I don't know where I was going. Oh. Hey, Patreon. Patreon. Social medias. Social medias. Make sure you're following them. Buy some merchandise. We're some new stuff on the YouTube channels. You can you can rewatch the video. Rewatch the, the shows if you want. Sometimes I want, to, I want to try and make that page a little more active this There's year as of, well. A lot of fun little things on there. You can um, go back and some of our old LCW. Oh yeah, some of the backstage stuff Keystone we were talking Pro about. Stuff was there. Yeah, you can go back and check on some of the uh, videos. Also, we have a, a what a um, not a what a maneuver deal. A Collar and Elbow brand deal. Ten percent off every order at collarandelbowbrand.com using promo code three count. Scotty says he's watching six, 60 Days In on A&E and Us. I don't Boy, know what 60 ever, Days In is. Okay, it's where civilians agree to go into a, like a county prison uh, undercover for 60 days and report back to like the warden and all of that about like how drugs are getting in and how things are going and how the prison could be run better. Snitches get stitches. Sounds like a yeah, bad idea. Dude, it's, it's an intense show to watch. I actually enjoy it a lot. Uh, obviously, I'm not watching it live. Or obviously. Am I? Are you? Um, no, but it's a, it's an intense show. So have you taken up any new shows uh, coming out of the winter break at all? Or are, you, are you just catching back up with your Chicago's and? Um, well, there's the the Goldberg spinoff, Schooled. Um, oh, was that a spinoff from the show The Goldbergs? Yeah. So the Goldbergs show is set in the '80s. Schooled is like one of the characters, a couple of the characters from the Goldbergs, set in the same school but in the '90s. Nothing to do with Bill Goldberg though. Actually, Bill Goldberg has done a few guest spots on the Goldbergs. Really stupid, hate it, including this past week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I thought I was going to have you hooked there for a second. Nope, but just nope. Goldberg's kid with his shirt off. Yes, yes, there. not fucking Bill Goldberg. <laughs> nope. All right, well, guy we, with his little moobs. No need for that. That's about the only like new new one. Now okay. the manifest and million little things. Manifest was really good this week. Manifest that show's getting intense. Show's Matt, are, is there any show that you're? Uh, Newer show that you've that you've latched on to? I actually do watch Manifest as well. Um, so I am enjoying that. Uh, we get into the Netflix shows here and there, so um, just keep adding them to our list. And then there's the the other ones that we've like are still stuck on, like Big Bang, The Good Place, um, new season of True Detective started. So um, all good things. Very good. Very good. I've watched a couple of stand-up specials recently on Netflix. The Sandler one. The yeah, Sandler one was really the good. The Burke one. But he also takes his shirt off like He like takes Goldberg's his shirt off kid. a lot like Goldberg's kid. Yeah. Uh, who looks better with their shirt? That's Goldberg, a terrible no, question. Bill, Bill does, actually. That's a terrible question. All right. Um, is it, though? It could be. Jim, is it? We should have. We, uh, Scott says, don't do the Bird Box Challenge. We should have done that. I didn't I didn't care. I didn't, I didn't mind the movie. It wasn't bad. I watched it. I didn't watch it. Uh, I just I couldn't I couldn't continue seeing the memes and not watch the movie like the guerrilla marketing that took place yeah, for that yeah, movie. The worked. marketing was brilliant. The marketing really was brilliant. You got a hand, Matthew. It. Did you watch it? 
I did, yeah. Oh. Was it okay? It was all right? It was, it was just okay, yeah. Just... I, I think we I likened it to a quiet place, but not as good. Right. So. I feel like Dennis Green would sum it up best. It was what it is thought what it was. was. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Speaking of show, I've started watching The Office for the first time Hold in the on. history of Hold ever. On. Wait, wait. The, the guy who for years has refused to watch anything that has has been popular because he he doesn't he doesn't want to be like that guy yep you're now watching the office i am becoming that guy with the office yeah i mean and it's great because now i'm like realizing and understanding all of the memes and like gifs that we use 90 percent of them from the office they they really are i i never knew it they really are i i like i didn't watch it every week i I, i've watched the show but I, i was not in every week Office guy. Okay. See, I think I, I think I caught an episode like season four, midway through the season. I'm like, this show's just not funny. But I had no context to understand like the jokes and the characters. Now so you starting now you have from the, the beginning. Context. I have the context, and I'm okay being that guy in this instance. I'm not saying I'm just going to be that in, guy in the future. So this isn't this isn't 2019. Hashtag new Ryan. I don't like change enough to to commit to that, Jim. <laughs> New-ish, Ryan? New-ish. Scotty didn't Ryan. like The Office, apparently. He said it's a terrible show. Well, that's okay. You're allowed to have that opinion. Scotty, start from the beginning and watch it. It's 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 great. I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. Um, and whoever, whoever... Are you liking it more than you liked Parks and Rec? I enjoyed Parks and Rec more. I feel like I enjoyed Parks and Rec more. I didn't watch either. Parks and Rec. On a consistent really basis, anyway. But motherfucker, Rashida Jones is in both of them. What the hell? <laughs> Scotty says he'd rather have a colonoscopy. That's fine, Scotty. Then, uh, I mean, that's a good thing to do. What I don't like is, uh, what's his name's thumbs all fucked up? Whose thumb? Um, Steve Carell? Yeah. He's got a fucked up thumb. Like in God, real life or they fucked him? Well, they don't, I don't think, they, they don't think they, like, he wore a fake thumb just for the have. He could show. have. Like his nails all jacked up and everything. It's really gross looking. Oh, I, I, I don't know if I want to do it. Look it up. All right, look up Steve Cross. It's just weird. Um, actually, I have discovered that um, Letterkenny, the full series, is on uh, Hulu. Oh, that's the Canadian show. The Canadian show. And um, the entire series, all six seasons, is uh, is on uh, Hulu. Oh, And nice. I've been watching that. Is this his thumb? Yeah. Make that shit big. Look at that shit. I mean, oh, you just got to keep clicking the picture, I feel. Okay, hold on. Oh, here we go. This is great radio, by the this way. This is great radio. Goo! What's up with that? That's a weird thumbnail. Yeah. It's a, it's a huge but flat. Right, and it's like he's missing some thumb. I don't know what happened to it. That's weird. Yeah, Google no. Google uh, Steve Carell's thumb and, uh, and and take a look at it. All right, since we weren't live last week, um, we didn't really get to catch up on, on all of this All Elite Wrestling uh, news that, that that's been hashed about. So, um, mm. first off, super exciting, by the way, and uh, announced roster as of now: uh, Cody Rhodes, Young Bucks, Chris Jericho, who uh, he talked about actually on his podcast this week. He talked about how he went from WWE to the to New Japan, and now to the the workings of this deal with. Uh, all Elite Wrestling, uh, which is a three-year deal. Uh, he'll still be able to work New Japan, but that's it. This is the only wrestling that he's going to be doing. Um, 
Pac, Hangman Page, Joey Janela, Penelope Ford, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, Scorpio Sky, uh, MJF, uh, Britt Baker. They'll also be using talent from China's Oriental Wrestling Entertainment um, Company. So it's, uh, I mean, the, the roster already extremely strong. Uh, a lot of big names, a lot of a lot of names that we're familiar with. Um, I, I think that the the addition of getting Jericho to sign is is big. And from listening to um, his podcast talking about the deal, he said this is the this is the biggest money deal he's ever signed for wrestling. I like, believe which it. is which is fucking bananas. Um, the, the, but. You know what? It's it's. I, I think it's a great thing. Um, he talked about the fact that he uh, that he wouldn't have signed if there wasn't a significant TV deal in the works. So that obviously hasn't been announced yet. But um, you know that's huge. The the the, the potential game changing um, stuff with that. But I mean, it's you know the 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 buzz around this company. Um, is fantastic. I mean, we're we're obviously still what four and a half months away from the. Why, why is that? Why is the buzz that good? Because a company like Ring of Honor regularly features or featured, I should say, Cody Rhodes and Young Bucks along with their talent, and that was never looked at. Like, oh, the WWE has some competition now, so they find a money mark down in Jacksonville. They sure. come up with their own name and all elite wrestling, which I hate to say this isn't that great of a name for a professional wrestling company. All elite wrestling, I don't love it. I well, I think I just I, you're going to probably market it more as AEW. Okay, you know what I mean. Like, and but even that doesn't roll off the tongue all of that well. Like, I just I just don't know what they are going to offer other than like a TV deal that's not on a Sinclair broadcast, right? Like, and Sinclair has money too. If Sinclair wanted to play the wrestling game. Sinclair could do it, and I think I think that's I think that's the thing is, um, you know, for TNA, it was always you know I mean they tried to do like the the Monday night competition thing and that didn't work, but for the most part they were you know four weeks taped. You know, Ring of Honor sure. is you know catch it whenever it airs in your local market. You know, eleven p.m. on a Saturday night, like. I, I'm I'm doing other things at 11 p.m. on a Saturday night. Right. Generally I, watch, I watch Ring of Honor like DVR. It's set up to re- record, and I think it's locally. It's like nine o'clock on a Saturday. Well, and night. it's and it's, it's and not it's, a great time. And it's also not like if you watch a, a Ring of Honor pay per view, right? And then you watch the the next week's show. It's not correct. It's, it's not, not like the, it's properly. not it's not the follow up to that pay per view. Correct. So like I, I think the the buzz about it anyway is this company. It's this is like their sole focus like okay. like it's it's their and I, I hate to use the word but they're they're all in on wrestling i see what you did i see what i did there but you know what i mean it's it's they they are setting out to do what they want to do with this company okay. and and it's and i th- and and i mean it, this is no disrespect to to, to cody or the bucks cuz they 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 are great and and for those that 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 love the Bucks. I mean, I'm not the biggest Bucks guy, but I mean, they're they, they are a they are a marketing machine. Wait till they sign with the E, you'll love them. 
Of course I will. Yeah, no kidding. It'll be different. Um, in four years when All Elite Wrestling is no more <laughs> and the WWE buys the rights to All Elite Wrestling and, and signs who they want and all of these guys finish their career in the WWE, everybody will be I'll like, be a total we, mark. we've all been worked. I'll be a total and, mark. and you'll totally be a mark. Um, but, I, you know, I, I just, I, I think landing Chris Jericho, I, I, I think, and Pac probably as well, um, I, I think creates an element that strikes it as different than Ring of Honor and strikes it as di- and also I think because we don't know I think I think that the buzz is we don't know when they're what their TV deal is when it's going to air right. what it's going to be what network it's going to be on I, I speculation is more it is probably more exciting than right. the hype machine's working for it for absolutely. sure right absolutely. I hope it's good for business. Like I, I really do. I don't. I don't see a way that it would be bad for business. I just. This is not going to be a big competition. People are like, this it's, is what's no. going to run the WWE. Read that roster again, right? I and mean, realize there's ten people on there, and how many times you're going to get tired of seeing that same match? Well, and I every mean, single. I get it. The, I know. Right. The, I'm, the, I'm, I'm being facetious. You now. are. You, but that's but weird. Right now. Hashtag new Ryan. Maybe. Maybe. Because <laughs> usually I'd be the one. That You'd would, be the one, right? But no, it's it's. Look, and, and, and Matt... You and here's know, the deal. I don't put Pac on any different level than I did Austin Aries when he went to Impact Wrestling. And and what bump did that do for Impact? Um, And I'm not saying Jericho's not on level, because no, that's I, not what I'm saying. I, but, I, think, but I, think, I think maybe the only difference between with Pac and, and Austin Aries is the fact that, I mean... Granted, he was the cruiserweight champion. Sure. But he was a champion in the WWE, and he basically went, no, nah, I'm out. Okay. Like, uh, you know, Austin Aries, Austin Aries has, has kind of had a history of, you know, kind of bouncing out of companies, sure, uh, you know, for various reasons, whether it's the rumors of he's hard to work with or he just wants to do his own thing and just going to come and go as he pleases, whatever. Um, you know, Pac was kind of like, you know, it was at the pinnacle of what every wrestler wants to do. And he went, oh, cool. be, be the 205 lot champion. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but in the WWE, every like, everybody, everybody's, okay, everybody's goal. I, I, I'm just giving you shit. Right. Is to get to the WWE. And he went, yeah, I'm good. Um, but yeah, no, here's the thing. And, and, but I think like along the, like Cody did that. I mean, he was in the WWE. Cody Rhodes sure. had, had his runs, had this, the Stardust thing and said, oh, I'm good. And I can do this somewhere else. And I hope they're successful. I really do, Jim. I just don't think this is what's going to put the E out of business. No, it's not. And and it's I don't think that's what it's 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 meant to do. Like, Matt, what is what is your level of of excitement for AEW? I mean, it's it's I mean, obviously it's something different. I think, you know, at times, you know, I, I think you guys more than me get WWE fatigue. I mean, I I can't believe I, I, I sound like you, I feel. <laughs> yeah, and then, I like, we haven't even seen one match. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to enjoy it. But realistically, this isn't going to hurt the WWE. I think I mean, gonna, it's going to help them, if anything. They just had a huge UK NXT TakeOver show, which, again, was top-notch if you didn't catch the interview. Or I, I, you need guys to, I do need to, need catch to it. watch that. Sounds like it's going to be a snowy weekend here, so it would be a great time for me to catch up on that. Jim, it, it really would. I mean... I can I can easily put two matches. Let's call on a my... timeout. Devin sent me this because we were talking about the retro Burp, figures because we had mail. Um, there is a retro commercial. Check out the new WWE retro figures. This yeah! is solid. 
Kurt Angle hits the Angle Slam. It's it's uh, Ryder and Hawkins, and it even has like a filter on the camera. Check it out. It, it, it was posted by WWE, so you can search WWE Retro Action Figures Vintage Commercial, and it's in that same style. So thank you, Devin. Why wouldn't they put that on TV? I don't know. That's what blows me away. Because, again, are people, our kids and people really buying? But no, I, f- I feel like the people that are watching, like, takeovers and pay-per-views, you, you run that spot. Right, you should at least put it. that on the network, if nothing else. Right. Um, but, yeah, Matt, what's we're, we're like... Where, where where's your level of excitement in, for for AEW? I mean, it's pretty high. I, I think anytime we can get more wrestling, you know, more options is always going to be a good thing. Because, like you said, we I do get fatigued with WWE, so it's nice to have another company now that I can kind of jump to to just kind of refuel and and reinvigorate myself. Because I I think. I would probably get tired of any company if I only watched that company. So it's nice to have these other options rising up now to give us that sense that you know, like more people are going to be putting in more wrestling. And it doesn't look like this is a company that's going to be like a flash in the pan. It looks like they're in it for the long haul. You know, they've got the finances behind them now. So it's exciting to see what they're going to do with it. And it is good for WWE because – People will come back. It's only going to invigorate more interest in just the wrestling industry overall. Yeah, and I mean, uh, when you sign Chris Jericho to a three-year deal, and, and he and he said that, like, he, like he, the only thing he'll be able to do in wrestling that's not AEW is some spots at New Japan. Okay. So for the next three years, um, Chris Jericho is is you know as of now wrestling property of. Um, all elite wrestling. So, like, does that mean we have to take him out of our intro because he's no longer an ego? Oh wow! I didn't, didn't wow, think of that's that. uh, that's tough. That's a loaded question, man. It is loaded. I think he can stay. I think he can stay. And but like he even talked about because like the funny the, the the funny thing is like people uh. You know, people noted because the the press conference was the same day as uh, as SmackDown was in Jacksonville, and how you know WWE moved Jericho to the uh, alumni section of the website right away and took him out of the uh, the, the the intro to SmackDown yeah, right away. And he's like, "Yeah, Vince knew this was happening. Like, yeah. you know, like why wouldn't they move me? Like when I signed, I'm no longer in the WWE. Why would you promote?" Right, I'm not an active member right, like, of that roster, you know, the, so I go to the, the alumni section. The, the podcast, the podcast was such a good listen because, you know, and he like wasn't being a wasn't being a dick about it, but he kind of took a shot in a way at, at kind of some of the reaction that some wrestling fans have is, you know, the oh look what how how heartless at WWE they took him out of the intro and he's like why would I be there. I work for a different company. Why would I Seems be there? Simple, right? And uh, you know, and, and he said they're not. Their goal is to not compete with the WWE. Their goal is to not like they're not going to get rid of the WWE. The WWE is, you know, the 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 top, the peak, the 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 company that's always been there and always will be there as long as professional wrestling's a thing in the United States and around the world. WWE is not going anywhere. That's what, not what they're trying to do. They just want to provide something different 
for people that want to want to watch something different and get excited about something different and get on board um, with, with a new company. Like, and that that's that's what they're trying to do. Um, and again, yeah, keep her interacting in the uh, in the live video. We appreciate it. Sydney says uh, no morale or SmackDown. Time to say goodbye. AEW uh, is taking over. Jericho. And here's the deal: like, if AEW catches my eye, I wouldn't mind giving up maybe a SmackDown and supplementing. Like a Tuesday to watch AEW. Well, I would probably still yeah, DVR but, I mean, it and consume it. But my live view might go like WWE on Monday. If AEW runs Tuesday, I might watch that Yeah, live. I'm curious to see. And, and I, I really, I'm hoping. And I say live and I'll put that in. I don't know if it's going to be. Right, yeah. we don't. That's expensive. Like that's a real big expense I mean, to do live television. Again, Jericho said this is the most like lucrative deal he's ever gotten. So I don't think again, I don't think money's an issue here. I don't I don't think I really don't. Either. I mean you're talking about a family that uh owns a NFL team, owns a um European soccer team, I believe. Like I mean it's I mean again I, I feel like Sinclair I, also right. has money and chooses to film we're talking four to six weeks at a clip. Sure. Of, of of footage. Sure. So absolutely. it's going to depend how much these guys are going to run, set up, or wherever. Like, there's a lot to talk about. The WWE is wildly successful because it has TV, because it does pay per view well, and because it tours live, and that makes a lot of money for them. Like, yeah. are we looking at house shows at eight? Like, there's so much unknown about it. Yeah. For people to be so excited about it. Yeah. And, and are these people, have they ever gone to a Ring of Honor show? Like, you're so excited about this, but have you ever just checked out Ring of Honor? Like, Ring of Honor does amazing you stuff with your New indies, Japan. Have you looked at an indie like, show? Right. You know what I mean? And, and, Next and, week, we're talking, we'll probably talk a bit about PPW, who's running a show with Impact Wrestling up at Hazleton. Hazleton, have BA, you a couple checked hours out that north show? Of us. Right, where you have. I'm hoping. Impact I'm stars. hoping that like the winter weather that's here this weekend is not next weekend. I'm hoping so because too, I want to get going. up to that show. I absolutely want to get Scarlet up. Scarlet Bordeaux is going to be there. I'll go in the snow. <laughs> for for Scarlet Bordeaux, you'll go I'm in the snow. Um, uh, Frank, yeah, Frank says Jericho's legacy will be wrestling's uh, j- true journeyman. He will have worked in ECW, WCW, WWE, New Japan, uh, and all elite. And he, he, he never worked for TNA. He never worked for TNA, but. He did have impact stars on the uh, on the cruise, yeah, and he actually was fairly close to working with Impact, and he talked about that. Seriously, an, an awesome. He, he listen. was close. Okay. He, he was actually closer than a lot of people. Um, a lot of people thought I'd have I'd have been fine with a one off even for Jericho in the Impact. I think that would have been great I'm for them. I'm surprised that it didn't happen in the in the build up to the. Uh, to the cruise, kind of to the point you were just talking about, Ryan is is. Um, and it, it's going to tie to some of these updates that we're going to give on some superstars uh, in a little bit. But there was a there was a great tweet I saw today. It said so basically every dirt sheet is going to report everyone who isn't in the title picture or a champ um, is looking for their release in the WWE. All for a company that essentially hasn't sold a single ticket to a single show. Yeah, no, I, seems that's, legit. And that's again, where I, I feel like I am. Right, and 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 I, I truly am excited. So like I and and it's funny that I'm. You're you're kind of the everybody tap the brakes because I feel like I'm usually that That's guy. That's literally where I'm at, right? Like, but it's but, going uh, to be fine, folks. Just let's not get your panties in a wad because we haven't heard anything. Yeah. Like, you're all are planning on watching the show until it's all in and you have to pay for it, and then nobody wants to watch it. And all of a sudden, hey, do you have a link? Hey, where's that hey, you feed? Got, you, right. guys, you guys got them streams? Anybody got them streams? You know exactly what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, and and again, you know, if you do it with WWE. 
and I, I mean, I used to do it with the WWE before the before the network. Um, you know, I, I, I don't I'm getting I, upset. I gotta blow my nose. It's okay. It's all right. Like I, 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 I didn't. Um, you know, I don't do the uh, new email thing to just get free network subscriptions. Like I could, you could easily work that system. Um, that's too much work for me. It man. is too Honest much to work. Go- just get, just take the ten. Like I don't even. I don't even feel that money leave the, the bank account anymore. It's it's just part. Oh look, this pay period is going to be WWE Network. Put it right there in the checkbook. I begin every month by taking ten dollars and fifty nine cents right out, out of right out right, of there. Right out of there. Um, I think they bill me like on the tenth, on the first, every every you know new month. Yes, right off the bat, boom, ten fifty nine. Go. Uh, Devin says he watched the AEW press conference. Um, they had great sparklers there, man. More pyro than the WWE. <laughs> That's exactly a, a sparkler would be more pyro than the WWE. Uh, he said he was ex- excited. Um, some wrestlers are going to go uh, to AEW uh, from the WWE guys that aren't in the fold. Yeah, we'll touch on some of that in a little bit. Um, and yeah, we'll get to, to talking about uh, Raw and SmackDown from this week as well. So I just hopped on Facebook real quick, Frank. Um, I think he checked in with us. Just want to put over. He, he's got some copies of the very first issue of the PPW magazine. Next week, he's going to reveal who's on the cover. Frank has been a big part of this. Um, the 26th show, these will go on. So they're 10 bucks a piece. He still has the cover blacked out. That's awesome. I'm excited to know who it is. He's a photographer. He is a photographer. For, Frank when, when you hear us talk about Frank, and spectacular. So good. Photographer. So um, good. A huge shout out. A He's lot taken of, pictures of us and made us look good. Uh, ish, which is hard. Good-ish. Okay. But again, you're... Frank has his limits. <laughs> again, you're, you're, not, you're not working with a lot when you, when you not, work with he's us. He's not a miracle worker. <laughs> right, exactly. He's good with us. You know, it's just a camera and lighting and a backdrop, but uh, a, a lot of... There's a there's a lot of uh, uh, promo shots that you see and action shots that you see from from superstars uh, up and down the East Coast that that are Frank Boris pictures. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's again it's exciting. It, it, I'm I'm excited to see. I think that the, the bigger thing is going to be when this TV deal is announced. Mm-hmm, I agree. I think is is really going to be the thing that I don't want to say make make or break, but. It's gonna. I think that's when you're gonna kind of see that mark of where that this company truly is, and and AEW on Destination America. <laughs> um, you know, I I don't foresee them ending up on a fishing channel. What the fuck is Pursuit? It's a fishing channel. Is it really? Is it? No, it is. Yeah, that's why I said that. Pursuit's a fishing channel. The, the new TNA deal. No. Yeah, it's like a fucking fishing channel. No. Right. Yes. Oh my god. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's pursuit. It's, yeah, is a oh wow. Yeah. No, I mean I feel like the panda owns that or whoever owns them in Canada. It's not panda anymore. I don't know. Impact. Who owns Impact? It's Don Callis. Don Callis also owns. I think the channel that it's running on. I so think. Like, I, yeah, I they do. won't get bumped. Right. They're not going to lose their TV deal. But I I I know that. So but, so AEW has a chance we can go from like guys diners drive-ins and dives to AEW wrestling <laughs> to yeah. reruns of like Anthony Bourdain pretty much but That'd yeah let great. me it's pursuit right I think it's pursuit yes I mean they also they're doing the Twitch thing now which I think is smart for them it is but uh, I I I just I I don't think that that that's going to that's not going to grab a lot of people I don't think for a wrestling show I maybe I'm wrong. 
Um, but yeah, this is this is the description. Pursuit Channel is an American television network that airs programming geared to hunting, fishing, shooting, and outdoor recreation. Screams pro wrestling. It is, to me. It is based in Glenwood, <laughs> Alabama, and was launched on April twenty third, two thousand and eight. The this channel. network's been around for almost 11 years. Man, and you, you don't know what you're missing. Uh, it is on DirecTV channel 604, which I don't think that's in my channel lineup. That's in nobody's DirecTV channel lineup. Unless you have the maximum. Right, exactly. The maximum. Um, and then also it's uh, Dish th- channel 393. And that uh, one comes in fuzzy for everything. For everybody, <laughs> scramble! I think yep. I saw a leg. I seen a leg. Um, it's like uh, growing up watching those. Uh, never mind. We won't go there. <laughs> the when you would watch the wrestling pay per views. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah the wrestling pay per views. Um, Jason says, uh, "Drive home." There safe was a time. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I little, think the roads little, are. I think it's snowy. Here. Maybe it's snowing again. I can't see out the windows, but can't uh, see past three count. Three count is there. They're so great looking. They are. <laughs> Sometimes I, I forget that p- picture is there, and I come down here, and people are just looking. Evan Courageous is staring at me. It's yep, it's unsettling. We got to put it behind us one time. We should let let all the folks stare at Evan Courageous. We absolutely should. It's a great compare and contrast between our bodies and theirs. I think people are looking at Taryn Terrell, dude. Good, for, good for good for us, man. We're having that hanging there. Roll tie. Um, Anything, any, anything else? Thought, thoughts on on all elite and and this before we jump into the, it's going to be huge. This, I don't know. <laughs> the biggest. Um, now, Devin says it's uh, oh, maybe so. Everybody, maybe everybody gets pursued. He says he's on the lowest direct direct TV package and he gets it. So I have to I have to look. Maybe I have pursued channel checked. and I've just never made it. Oh, to I that can point. watch. I can watch all the rest. Oh, I don't have it. Fuck it. I, I can watch fishing, or I can do anything else. I think I'll do anything else. Yeah. Um. All right. This past week on Raw, is that which, the word? How can you watch somebody fish? Like, and I've seen like early morning Sunday ESPN, <laughs> like the guys on the boat fishing, like. Tennis is tough to, be to fair, watch. They have sometimes like ESPN golf can two, be touch to wa- tough e- to watch. ESPN two had com- had like the World Cornhole Championships on this past week. I feel like that's more exciting than probably is. fishing. Now, like look, fishing, you're throwing something into water and waiting. And which- <laughs> I mean, sometimes <laughs> a- you're like, you're, yeah, you might be, you know, uh, just <laughs> there's not a ton going on. At least cornhole, there's action of corns being hold. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe it's if you are a fisherman, you get because I I, I know most people do not find golf entertaining to That's watch fair. on television. I find it extremely entertaining. To I watch love on watching bowling, so I get it. Okay, I get I can it. See that? And people, I mean, people watch NASCAR, right? It's people people watch golf. Exactly. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, to now, Matt, out of those three—golf, bowling, or NASCAR—what are you tuning into? Um, Bird Box I, Challenge. Yeah, if I had to watch one of the three, I would probably choose golf. Yes. Wow. Okay. Nice. Wow, that's upsetting. I thought it was nice. going to be bo- uh, bowling. Like I, I will tune in for like the last day of a major tournament for like the last 30 minutes of it if it's close sure Otherwise, yeah. but i feel like that's that's the really same thing with like nascar i think nobody wants to watch nascar but like those last i'm two gonna laps tune into the last three laps of the daytona, daytona 500 yeah, I, yeah, I don't even tune in 
tune in for those laps. <laughs> but like, uh, I mean, there's usually a car that flips around and then they do the Ricky Bobby thing and the one's upside down, like one's flying through the air, almost hits a pregnant lady smoking a, a Jax. Now, Sydney but, says but, I mean, he'd, the, he'd the watch NASCAR. The people that tune in to watch like Rex, I think is even more dark. Like, I don't want to tune in to watch someone get injured. That's, well, that's true. I don't think many people have died. I mean, we were lately. literally talking about Daytona. Lately, okay, okay, throw that in there. Lately. They have they have done a lot for safety. Significant. Right. Um, Sydney says he'd he'd take NASCAR in that group. Um, I think I think if you go to a NASCAR race, your opinions would change on NASCAR. I do want to go to a race. One of these times, we need to go down to Dover. Dover's a bad track to go to, but sure. So maybe we'll go to another track. Sure. I've heard Here's Pocono's terrible. To Pocono's go to, even too. worse because it's, it's, it's big. It, yeah. If we wanted to go somewhere, we ought to take like a weekend off and go down to Richmond. Because, first of all, it's a night race, and you're not cooking in the fucking sun all day. Well, that's true. And everybody's so drunk by the time the race starts. I have have a friend of mine uh, from work, a couple of guys that would go to Bristol every year for their night race. And they said it's fun as hell to go. Bristol's fun because it's like a soup bowl and you sit in it, right? And people are just banging all the time. Um, Bang, bang. Uh, Ralph says he's just said it. He said it's so freaking wrong the way you talked about cornhole championships. That's fine. That's okay. That's all right. It's It's a cornhole. Um. All right, uh, this past Monday on Raw, um, women's tag team titles announced. Um, so it's it's three teams from Raw and three teams from SmackDown will compete yes. at the elimina- in, an, in an Elimination Chamber match. Why not? Um, to determine the first uh, winner. So it, it seems like this is not going to be, these are not going to be brand exclusive titles. It's not going to be the Raw women's tag team titles and the SmackDown women's, which thank God for that. I don't think I, you can do that. I don't right. think you can either. Um, I'll be really excited to see if if it's only like main roster or if you know Bailey and Sasha can go defend this at NXT UK takeovers. I'd love for that. To like happen. I and I hope that that's the way it is. That this is a cross brand. Now I had heard something. I don't know how true it was, but because it, it was it was like reshared and reshared on, on on social media. But something along the lines of like in the future, maybe I think Triple H had said he doesn't want to use the word like call up anymore. And have all of the brands a little bit like looser that you can go and perform on on Raw, but that doesn't necessarily mean you've been called up exclusively to Raw. And then you can like go back, or maybe an established team on Raw could go down to NXT and like I would love not, that. not rehone their craft, but like let's not call NXT and assume that is your developmental anymore. And, and so, and, and, and also, kind of that, as, the, the lines of of brand split is are a little bit blurred. Is that kind of? Yeah, the, I feel like that's was was the general idea so you, of, of you, where like you that, get the this idea that like going. you know Finn Balor is primarily going to be on Raw, but every so often he might show up on SmackDown or every so you know I mean, where he, he might show up on NXT, NXT UK, UK Takeover. I did hear about that, um, which yeah, I think that I think that would be awesome. And and you know again we we've said it before that that I think and we'll say it again <laughs> once uh, when Vince McMahon <laughs> is is retired. And, and, and dies. <laughs> I'll translate this for Jim. There you go. Once Vince McMahon is retired, dies. Uh, that I think WWE will will look a lot different than the product now. All elite wrestling. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's it's it's. I like that idea. Yeah, I think I think it's brilliant, and I think it can do a. a I, I look back and think of like what Cesaro did. To kind of launch Sami Zayn in NXT, they were talking early NXT. Oh, sure. And some of those matches, like it's just it can be something 
really spectacular well, if done right. Like Cesaro, didn't um, like Cesaro and Tyson Kidd, didn't that kind of spawn from the fact that Cesaro had kind of gone back Correct, to NXT? Cesaro they started the, working there, and yeah, Cesaro did the uh, the real American thing with mm-hmm. with Zeb, and then after that, kind of broke apart with Zeb. He went, I think, back down. And then started feuding with Sami Zayn, which was a fantastic match. Oh my Go god! Go back and yeah. watch that match. That's from what the first takeover, yeah, right? I, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Unreal. So good. I just recently watched it again. I uh, yeah, that is a good one to go back. But yeah, to. like it's just going to be a little bit more liquid. I like and it. less like ooh, EC3 got called up, and then you have to wait for EC3 to debut. No, it's like EC3. And then he now just shows up to, like narcissist Lex Luger in the back. In the back, yeah, yeah. Just staring at himself in the mirror, which I do kind of. I'm fine with it. People bitched about that. Of course they did. Oh, that's the way we're going to introduce EC3. <laughs> like, why does it have to be some grand, grandstanding debut? Like, right. just shows up. Right there, he is. I can't believe we didn't put him in a squash match for his first match. <laughs> um, this this week's Raw. Let's finish up the thought on the, the tag. How great looking are those belts, by the way? Beautiful. Best belts on the main roster? Um, Best looking? You know what? I'm going to say yes, because I don't love the design of these. Okay. And and I hate like the Coke bottle look of like the the Coke bottle caps. Oh, of, for the, of, the, the They're so round. I just don't love the round tag yeah, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not the biggest this fan. This is a nice hybrid of everything in between. Yeah, I like it. You, they clearly are going to have the side plates. Correct. Uh, the interchangeable side plates. Um, but yeah, I think a solid look. Matt, do you like the like the titles? Yeah, I like the look of them. Um, I mean, they certainly could have done a lot worse. I think <laughs> the ones that they have are, That's for are sure. really nice. Are well, we going to see more team styles being introduced to the WWE Women's Division? I hope like so. the Iconics. So it's not just all... Bailey and Sasha they, they, and Tamina and um, Nia. Like, the like, Iconics almost feel... Out of place, correct. Right I mean, now, short of that, the Bellas would be the only other ones that I can remember. Of yeah, I mean, you had Lay Cool, but again, they were they cut a single title in half, right? You know what I mean? Like they, I mean, I don't, and I'm not saying I want Lay Cool in 2019, but you know, they would have been perfect for what is happening correct. now because yes. they were they were they were a team. So yeah, I I I would hope that that you start to see some defined teams. Right, uh, coming out of this, the horsewomen sort of thing. Like, like there's groupsy thing. Okay, yeah, I hope so too. Now, Dick, Dick Devon. <laughs> now, this episode of Raw felt, and I don't want to, I don't want to necessarily say Attitude Era, e, but it it had such a, it was a weird. This one fi- felt aggressive. It did well. I mean, you had John Cena say the words "ruthless aggression." In that Vince popped McMahon's me so hard. Face. I tweeted it. I tweeted that. He said ruthless aggression. That's all I said. Yeah. Who who said it? The people were yeah, who's I'm like, oh John Cena. It was not, it wasn't a big deal. But like, um, he or said it. JBL Jr. Right, yeah. Like I, I did I send those pictures to our group? All right, Michael. Like they f- look freakily alike. Yeah. He needs to cut the freaking hair. I don't give a shit what movie you're gonna be in or how much they're paying you. Cut the hair, get a wig for the movie. Just I'm I Jim, I feel like you're saying that because you don't have any hair. Maybe I am, but John Cena with hair it bugs, doesn't look it good. bugs me out, man. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. It, it, can't it's, it, it. it's awkward. But anyway. I can't even. <laughs> so you had you had John Cena literally saying ruthless aggression. He said the words. In, in Vince's face. Um, you had 
a, a Lashley out of nowhere winning the IC title. Out of nowhere. Um, Cena actually putting a guy over. What? I mean, not only in the match, but then like then actually literally on the mic, him, like on the this mic. guy's fucking great, yes. basically. Yes. And you had a near topless woman in the back. Yeah. And there was randomness, too. Like the belt, they, let's let's like not forget like Otis Dozovic. Right, moment like, of bliss, and then here's tag team like, titles. Random, and then things. Otis comes out. Right, just random. And then there's EC3 flexing in a mirror in the back. This one, it felt like, and I hate to use it because it was such a, it's now a derogatory term in the WWE and like in wrestling, but it felt like Crash TV, something like a Russo would have put together with some things that just didn't fit. But it's like it was f- refreshing it, it, to right. see that. Right. It, w- it felt refreshing. The, it was a fast three hours. Ratings were up. It was a refreshing show. Ratings don't matter, Jim. Well, I know they don't matter, but I, I, I am just I'm putting that out there because they were up. You're, you're they matter when they work in WWE's favor, Ryan. See, Come on. Matt gets it. Matt gets it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it was it was very random. Like, and and it, it was it was such a like. It was a very weird reaction watching people, some of the same people that I've seen talk about wanting the Attitude Era back. Like, that is a blanket statement. I want the Attitude Era back. Right, right. And then you have Alexa Bliss's bare back and she's, like, covering her boobs up. And they're like, how disgraceful. How could you do how that to do Alexa that? Bliss? I'm like, what? Right. Like... That was it, it was like show me them titties, right? Right. I know they're right. <laughs> but how can you ask for the Attitude Era and then get mad? I mean, we want Attitude Era, but we also like don't want to objectify women. We don't want hardcore matches. No shots to the head, obviously. Right. No swearing. No swear. Right. right. God, no swearing. Not in 2019. No. Like think. Like really think about how little. Think right. about how little from the Attitude Era that you could actually do today. Yeah. I don't necessarily say it's a bad thing. I'm just stating a statement. Like, think about it. There's and not let's a... also be real. The Attitude Era sucked for signs. Like, you ever go to a oh live event God. in the Attitude Era? You couldn't see shit. It sucked. Thank, thank God we're Unless not you there were anymore. Unless you were in the front row or you were in the nosebleeds because right. you were at such a high angle, you, you could, could look see over, over all the right. signs. Yeah, go back and watch. You know, at the what peak attitude era. Sometimes I mean, it was like impressive how many signs are there. Oh, it's nuts! It really it was. was freaking nuts. But we yeah. went to a pay per view in the attitude era and brought see, four signs. You ourselves. couldn't see a fucking thing. And we were we were near the top. We, we were, were in the, the front upper, row. We were the in the upper, upper right, and so we could see. But the people behind us could. They, they sure so good. Not. <laughs> I mean, they couldn't see over our fat asses either. That's but, also true. Um, but yeah, you just you, you remember you, what our signs were. I had, I, had oh I, I know God. I had a green RVD sign. I'm sure I had something to do with Triple H because he was the champion at he the was. time. Lost it to Goldberg. Yeah, he did. Fucking he did. Goldberg. Now, here's a question. Going to tie him back to AEW. Is there's rumors that Goldberg might be involved <laughs> with AEW? Would you just write him off then? Yep. Like, fuck these guys. I'm out. Um, well, what are they going to do next? Bring Hogan in? Let me tell you something, brother. Well, no, he's... he's Signed with the oh, WWE again. again. Oh, but then he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. They're going to bring Nicholas in, Ryan. Ooh. Nicholas? Oh, oh, man. I would never watch AEW. <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. But what if he goes to the proper training like uh, David Arquette has? Um, You mean he rolls with Spanky? Yeah. I, I, I give him a shot. I mean, it, that creates winners, dude. It, it does. It does. <laughs> it does. Hashtag Eva Marie inside joke from five years ago. Uh, <laughs> but uh, He's on Big Brother now. Who? 
Eva Marie. Seri- seriously? Yeah. Oh, man. Don't care at all. Total Valley. I, mean, I watched the show. She has I purple hair, I believe. Purple hair now. And, I saw a picture yeah. of purple. Yeah, I can't bring my. I, I've never watched an, a, a minute of Big Brother. I don't think that I can bring myself to do it. That my mind because you do. I love reality TV. TV. Speaking of which, we got some we got some Bellas to talk we to us. We did get some that Bella love, love on the uh, on the timeline. Yeah, there. we're, we're a pretty a big minute. deal. Um, but yeah, Total Bellas is back. I'm loving it. Ms. and Maurice is filming. You know what also blows two. my shit up on on social media? Or excuse me, Ms. and Mrs. Larry the fucking keeping the peace <laughs> blows my shit up because he tags me and everything. And every day I'm like, oh, something popular. Nope, just, just Larry the peace. Just Larry and Match and Match and Larry and Match. So much. Oh yeah! Thanks, Larry. <laughs> um, what but, is he tagging you in? Like, is it stuff that would be important to you? Um, no. <laughs> I mean, sometimes sure, but oh. but not always. She looks great, man. Yeah, she does. Even Marie, she's got the purple hair, purple everything. All purple, every doesn't oh. roll off the tongue as well. Holy shit! Jesus. Oh yeah, I think I saw the picture. We're just gonna look at her Instagram page now for the rest. Red of the hair, show. black hair, purple hair. Breathe heavily into the microphone. Blonde hair. I think she has like blonde hair. It was something. only posted six minutes ago, Jim. How many likes? Uh, Two thousand three hundred and twenty-nine. And we have like a thousand followers. Oh shit, blonde. Yeah, that's why I said I think I she, see the she's, she has all sorts of hair colors. I'll be uh, but overall, uh, raw better. This Much week. better. Much better. It was a fast three hours. Uh, SmackDown Live. Okay, now I am gonna I'm going to point out what what was probably the WWE's worst moment of the week. Let's talk about it on SmackDown Live. The the Mandy the Mandy Rose indecent proposal in the hotel. Okay, look. Let's talk about the gimmick. Scene. Is whatever it is you're the, the, you're trying to do the whole affair thing. So you have a cameraman, but right there I think is it's, it's a tough gimmick. That would have been fine in the attitude. Fine era. in the attitude era. And it's hard. It, feel, to, it feels really it's, weird yes, today. Yep. But whatever. I, I I'm not I'm not slamming the gimmick. This is what I'm I'm just destroying. Let's hear it. So you have Mandy waiting for is it is the Jimmy Uso right? Um, the one that is married to Naomi. I believe that's the Jimmy Uso. We'll call him the that Jimmy. Is Uso. Jimmy. Okay. So you have Mandy waiting for Jimmy in a hotel room. Right. You have cameraman, SmackDown Live, USA broadcast cameraman in hotel room with Mandy Rose waiting for the Jimmy Uso. Jimmy comes in. They're talking back and forth. Mandy's like, you know, it's time. To, it's go time. Takes the robe off. Paparazzi camera guy comes out of the bathroom, snaps a picture, and runs off. And it's like, oh, you got caught. Got caught doing what? You're on TV telling him it's a setup. Like it, it, it was, it was one of the d- the dumbest things. I mean, that's happened to me though. Like in a hotel, I've like taken my shirt or my pants off, and it's like guy pops out and snaps a picture and runs away. Right, but you don't have a broadcast camera that you can use that picture because her her whole premise is I'm going to use the picture to break up your marriage. Right. When there's a camera that's literally broadcasting the fact saying. that it's not real. Right. I get what you're saying. So, like, realistically, that camera is supposed to be, like, the fly on the wall. Like, you are supposed to be right. third person so have over. It, so have it be, like, GTV. Correct. Okay, I you gotcha. You know what I mean? Have right. it be, like, a hidden camera. Don't have it be, like, full HD, 
SmackDown broadcast camera right. guy. Like, because like Cause Jimmy would have a problem walking in and seeing the cameraman. Right. Like, if I walk into a hotel room, like if with I'm, a cameraman and a hot, that's a porno. Right. That's what you're walking <laughs> right, in. Like, on. if I'm a married guy and I'm going to a hotel room and there and I see camera guy and hot blonde, I'm like, nope. Was the segment called Indecent Proposal? Like, did they hype? No, I don't know. I just oh, okay. that, that was just kind of my. Oh, okay. Okay, I wasn't sure if like it was like filmed earlier today man he's indecent okay yeah no 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 no. it was it was it was i just didn't recall that yeah it was it was live or okay supposedly live because she was i think she was at they were both at smackdown and then supposedly left right right i get you it just you know what would have been more believable what they said like we have recovered this footage of like a of of a popular wrestling star at their hotel from Aubrey Rose. Here is the footage that you can see. That would have been more believable. You know what I mean? Or just you know have Mandy present the picture to Naomi. Okay, and be like, "This is what's happening when Jimmy's not here at the arena." Right. There you go. You don't need to do the. It was. It was you. bad. Fair. It no, was. It I, was. I, I, it I didn't was, even look at it that way. But you're. I get what you're saying. It was cringeworthy as hell. Um. Now the show, the, the show was good overall. Like that, just that that bothered me. What like while I was watching it, um, do you know what bothers me even more than that? What's that? And it's something. It's stupid. Okay, Andrade, just calling him Andrade. Really, you're one of those guys. That bothers me. Why Andrade? Why? Because he's not fucking share. That's why. Yeah. Well, neither was Cesaro or Rusev, but it's worked out pretty good. Andrade, I just don't like it. I just don't think it's a big deal. Okay. Yeah. I'm on Ryan's side. I think it's dumb. And I didn't like it when they did it with Cesaro either. What about when they did it with Rusev? That I don't mind. But I feel like he came up as Rusev, not Alexander Rusev. I feel like that was from NXT to the main oh, roster well, change. that's true. Whereas Cesaro was definitely Antonio Cesaro for a while and then just went to Cesaro. Okay. All and right. also, those are last names. Like, what if they... We're not just calling him Antonio. If... Can you see, like, Antonio <laughs> doing his thing? It's just... Maybe maybe it's just how I'm looking at it. No, I mean... Or if they had stopped calling him Stone Cold Steve Austin, he was just Steve. Well, I mean, Jim Ross did call him Stone Cold! Stone Cold! Stone Cold! Steve. <laughs> uh, okay, no, I... I think the last... I don't know, it just it just seems weird. Like, if they would call, if they would call him Almas, would you be better with it? Like I think, and drop like if if if, if you if you're gonna drop multiple parts to the name and only have if it be they dropped one, Andrade and just called him like Cien Almas, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, that would be fine. Okay, like calling him like Andrade Cien, I don't love, but Cien Almas, I think is fine. Like uh, the nickname, uh, last name. But it, but if they just did Almas, you wouldn't like that. Like we don't just call you like like it wouldn't just be G, like Big Jim. Like it still had like a bit of your nick of your gimmick and then your okay, name. Okay, okay. Um, Cien Almas, correct. But again, seems, I don't know. But weird. again, like Almas doesn't just say, like it's Almas by itself. I, so a, any any part of the name just by itself. I just don't love the name right by itself individually. Andrade, okay, like and, Andrade and, and, just they do weird. it all the time. I think it's just dumb. Like they did it with Neville. They did it with Apollo Cruz. Well, and I think Pr- Cruz went back. I think right. I think they they start there. He's back to Apollo. I feel Cruz like they're now. calling him Apollo Cruz again. And Neville's a great choice. I didn't even think of that. Like Adrian Neville. Yeah. But I I I like Aaron, Aaron Neville. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I think it I think it worked for Neville. I think it's worked out well for Cesaro and Rusev. Now whether or not it sticks here with 
Andrade Cien Almas will remain to be seen, and and, and maybe that the uh, enough backlash from it will change it back. Yeah, I could. I mean, I could certainly see. I mean, again, it happened. It happened with Apollo Crews. So. It's just weird that it's just weird. I, I don't know. It's weird that they do it. I guess I did. I did see a lot of people commenting on Even it. Even like I, go down the women, like the women. It's weird. Like, well, Bailey's always just been Bailey, but then we've never had a last name for Bailey. I mean, they call they call they do call Mandy Rose Mandy a lot, but right. and that's just easy. I mean, I mean, I call you Rye a lot right, as opposed to fair. Ryan. You right. know. I call um, you honey. What's the difference? <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's because um, you taste sweet. Oh, you, that's you made it so much worse. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, Cheese and rice. But uh, the match, Andrade C and Almas versus Rey Mysterio was fantastic. Good match. Good match. Fantastic match. Um, I know Matt's favorite part of the show was Shane McMahon's birthday party. I don't think we're going to touch on that, but that was definitely Matt's favorite. Absolutely. How could we not touch on it? It's Matt's best moment of January, and we haven't gotten to the Royal Rumble yet. I'm now glad I didn't watch that. <laughs> um, Raw was significantly better this week. It I mean, was. It doesn't mean SmackDown was bad, because I would call them both good shows. Raw was significantly gooder. In I agree. my opinion. I agree. Raw Raw definitely uh greater than signed SmackDown this week, which you don't get to say a lot. Nope. So uh kudos to WWE there. Um and, and then the the big thing is is there's been a lot of buzz over the last day or so um about the revival um and, and, and various other superstars, but the big one um yesterday uh, Fightful.com reported that uh the WWE is fearful that Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder are finishing up with the company um after a situation unfolded at, at monday night raw um they reportedly um quit on the spot uh, but wwe is um not releasing them as of right now and are trying to uh to work on on, on something to to get them to change their mind so i don't i don't know what the situation was uh specifically for this week nobody's really commented on that um, they, they did win what they versus the Lucha house party. Um, you know, their, their booking has not been great. I'm not going to pretend that it has been great, uh, since coming up, uh, you know, and, and, and again, th- this kind of ties back and, and it's no, uh, insult to the revival because I think the revival is great. I think that they're, they, they are a great tag team. Um, but, but this is kind of what that all elite wrestling Thing is going to do whenever you see somebody that even somewhat appears unhappy you're going to get you're going to get rumors and buzz and, and different things like that so I don't know what the situation was um this week but uh it, it's it's something to watch I think that AEW would be a great landing spot for them uh but uh, you know it, it's We'll kind of we'll kind of go one by one by one here during the week. Like, do you does this surprise you? Or would you be sad to see them go? Would you be happy to see them land in another company? Yeah, I don't want I don't want the revival to not be doing what they're doing. What was it a couple of weeks ago they put the hashtag FTR on their on their on their trunks, which was like the the being the elite like fuck the revival. Oh, okay. that whole inside the whole gag, you know, so they put that on their trunks. Here's the deal. You remove all elite wrestling. None of this stuff is happening. 
Right. And and again, maybe that's because all elite wrestling can offer contracts that that cannot be offered at Impact or at at, at Ring of Honor or something like that. Maybe I don't I don't know. I don't. The the next one we're going to probably talk about because I've heard that I've heard a couple people. Um, I, I would believe more than than the revival, but I wouldn't be shocked. Nothing shocks me anymore. It's pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Nothing yeah. nothing surprises me with this. I thought Matt, any any thoughts on the the revival? No. Yes. Um, there he is. Nah, not sure. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the then revival t- yeah. today. Um, pro wrestling sheet was reporting that uh, Mike and Maria Kanellis recently asked uh, WWE to be released from their contracts. Uh, apparently, they've been unhappy with the way they've been used in WWE uh, and made the decision a few weeks ago to request their release. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Kanellis has also started selling new shirts on pro wrestling tees. Uh, but we- is he selling Mike Kanellis shirts or Mike Bennett shirts? We know what they look like. Ooh, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't looked into because if they're like Mike Bennett shirts, I would definitely much more believe that we're going to see these guys bounce than than if he was selling them as Mike Canellis. Again, they uh, they were no chance they signed. They signed with the WWE in April 2017. They debuted at uh, Money in the Bank that year. Uh, Months later, um, Mike uh, announced that he was battling addiction. Maria announced that she was pregnant. Uh, they have not been used much on TV after that uh, until recently resurfacing on 205 Live. According to CageMatch.net, uh, Mike Canellis wrestled on SmackDown Live a total of four times uh, since signing with the WWE in April of 2017. The rest of his appearances were largely relegated to main event and live events. Um, as of today, PW Insider was not able to substantiate any of these stories. But um. I mean, here's the thing. I, it wouldn't surprise me if they were unhappy with their spot. And, and, and this is in no way, shape, or form am I being callous or in, in, insulting. But you were brought in in April of 2017 um, as like the power couple. And then one half of the power couple was real life pregnant. One half of the other half of the power couple was real life battling a serious problem and has gotten himself clean, um, gotten himself in, in much better shape. Um, and, 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 and both of them, um, you know, are, are doing extremely well in, in life outside of the WWE. So again, absolutely congratulations. And it's awesome stuff for, for having a baby and for Mike, um, you know, successfully battling addiction, um, you know, and, and, and recovering from that. So, but when you have to take that time away, both of them from the power couple thing, um, that, that, that's from a business standpoint, like I can kind of see the WWE's reasoning in a way for not necessarily featuring them. That's fair. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, you know, maybe putting them on 205 Live and this was was the beginning of introducing them back into the picture and getting them onto more of a main roster spot. I don't know, but I, I can't fault them for... I can't fault Mike and Maria if, if the reports of them requesting release is true. I can't necessarily fault them, but I also can't necessarily fault the WWE for not featuring them more. 
So Maria said something today on Twitter about being excited. Somebody was like, why are you so excited you asked to leave the company? And she had said, everyone thinks they know everything. Um, it's social media, not an autobiography. Later in the day, she said, um, social media fact-checked. She went on some fact-checking for everybody. Mike never went to rehab anywhere. He was on the road with me rehabbing. Okay. Um, we were on the house shows. He never took time off to rehab. He worked through this. Okay. I worked with the WWE six years before I got pregnant. Okay. I worked sports entertainment for 14 years before having a baby. Okay. Social media fact checked. WWE has been super supportive of me being a mother and a superstar. Awesome. So, like, what does that mean? You can read into it, whatever. Like, it could just be, like, goodwill between the two and still on their way out, you know. Um, the WWE has not used Mike Bennett properly, in my opinion. No, I mean, they're, they're both fantastic. <laughs> I, the, and here's the thing. There's I, the spot for Mike Bennett, though, right now. Exactly. That's the problem. Um, probably 205 Live. Probably. Um, and here's the thing. When, when the whole power couple thing uh, was, like debuted, I, I loved it. Like, I, I thought it was, like, it was, it was, it was cheesy. And I loved it, but it, you know, in the same time, I can see why it might not have landed well with with fans in 20, 2018, sure. 2019. Like I, I feel like that would have been a great uh, gimmick, probably in like either nineteen ninety five or like I don't know two thousand eight ish, two thousand five ish. Like I, I just I feel like now people want more. But I also think Real. a guy taking a woman's name is so 2019. Well, that's that's actually kind of accurate as well. Yeah, like, and, and that would piss people off. I mean, it's not a Gillette ad for God's sakes, but that would piss oh, people right. off. <laughs> um, he took her name. What snowflake asshole? Where's that NASCAR race at? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that's a solid point. I'm just saying. Um, but again, I, I I like them. I think they're incredible. If if they if they're leaving and if they end up again anywhere else, I, they'll be successful. And I and, agree. I and I look forward to it. So, um, any other thoughts on them, Matt Ryan? No, not. I mean, I, I love that that Casey brought her up. And like I said, like her Maria's work, you know, as like the first lady of Ring of Honor, and then some yeah. of the stuff that she did was just so good in in, in ROH that. You know, if you don't if you don't know that about about Maria Canales, you're missing out. Well, she's smoking hot. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm happy that you know he's on the right path now, and you know I can't really say that we'll miss them because we didn't really see them. But I think that they do still have the opportunity to add a lot to a wrestling company. I just don't think WWE is that company. They yeah. had a great theme too, didn't they? Like, what was their? Oh yeah, it was the uh, entrance theme. It, it was. It's kind of almost like a power ballad. Is that what it was? Yeah. Maybe we can close the show with that. Can we do that? I have to find. I it. I just want to hear what it sounds like. I, I to... feel like I feel like I remember it, but. Let's see, I have to, I have... I, I'm thinking, and I can hear like "Power of Love" by like Huey Lewis in the news or whoever sang it, and that's all I can think. And I'm just my my brain's just muffing up all over the place. This is not working for me. So, which is also. Very normal for Ryan at this time on a Thursday night for my brain to just slow <laughs> yeah, it's, down. It's, it's the end of the week. Um, another one, and now this one, this one started popping up a little more today. Then um, this this came from PW Insiders Mike Johnson today. Uh, there's been a lot of talk in the last week that Dolph Ziggler is done with the WWE after turning down an offer 
to become a producer. His last TV appearance was a beatdown he took in a steel cage on Raw against Drew McIntyre last month. Uh, he has remo- removed the Dolph Ziggler name from his social media. Oh, we're right there. And lock it up. You know who else doesn't like Nia Jax? There's a lot of there's, a, there's a lot of WWE superstars. I think that Lexi don't have Kaufman. It. I believe. Yes, yes, the Lexi Kaufman. Yeah. So yeah, people read way too much into social way media too names. Much. Um, and is embarking on a comedy tour soon. He has not been on the road for WWE in recent weeks after completion of the Holiday House Show tour. Uh, as of today, sources claim he remains under WWE deal, but others have been pointing to uh, January 31st as an exit date. Uh, whether that turns out to be the case, we will see. Uh, when asked about uh, when asked about his deal um, back in August, uh, Ziegler said, "I guess you have to see Sunday or Monday." But I've also heard uh, that his deal is coming up. So uh, I, I have I have no idea. There's there's nothing really concrete there. Um, but let's say there is. That would remove one upper mid-car star. Sure. There are five people to take that spot in NXT or now currently in the mid-card on the main roster. That that does no harm, in my opinion, if Dolph Ziggler decides to bounce. No. And and again, that would be good for AEW to get a talent of that caliber. Yeah, and I, that's that that would also be good for other talents in the WWE that would open up a spot like that. Exactly. And here's the thing. like Dolph Ziggler... When he wants to be great, can be really, really great. Sure, but I, there there has also been points where Dolph Ziggler looks like he's just mailing it in. But wasn't Dolph leaving right after like a year the Survivor ago. Series? Wasn't Dolph leaving right after right, SummerSlam? He's been Slam? leaving a lot. Like Dolph, this seems like because this rumor has happened every time something comes up or. One of the big four pay-per-views comes up, and then he comes back with like slightly different entrance <laughs> theme. And you're like, okay, all right, I guess Dolph is. Oh, you know what? We just needed a little bit of time off of him, Dolph. And I'm back into Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, I... I He's just too much all the time. So well, I don't mind these little gaps of Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, that's fine. And, and you know, if, if, if again, if he's gone and he lands in AEW or Ring of Honor or New Japan or wherever, or if he just doesn't wrestle anymore, like, there's always that possibility, too. Sure. Like, just because somebody's leaving doesn't... Like, now it's uh, it's it's going to become a... I think so-and-so is leaving because they're going to AEW. No, maybe they're just leaving because they're done wrestling. Right. Like, that's always a possibility. Um, Again, I mean... I just feel like this is an easy thing. Like, let's take somebody like Ty Dillinger, and you can start a Ty Dillinger is not going to be with the WWE rumor because we haven't seen him on TV for a while. Right. Right. No, yeah. Dillinger's unhappy looking to go to AEW. Well, you don't know that. It's just just clicky bait. But, Matt, you've... been a Ziggler guy is it would would you I mean would, would you rather see him stay in WWE or go to AEW or or somewhere else um I mean I I don't have any complaints with the way he's really been used in WWE but I think that if he went to another company like an AEW or like an impact I think that he would do just fine there as well I think Dolph's always been kind of that consistent guy in WWE. So I think it would be kind of a loss that you don't really think would be big. But then when you see him go and do huge things on another roster, kind of like Cody is kind of like uh, Drew McIntyre did, I think you would say like, wow, WWE really didn't push this guy as high as they could have. 
Sure. Drew McIntyre is a great example, Matt, that that somebody that left came back better than, than when he left from taking his Drew McIntyre gimmick to Drew Galloway oh, yeah. in, in Impact Wrestling and, and becoming a different star to come back with an elevated status. Sure. Great I, example. I don't I, I don't I don't know Dolph Ziggler's age offhand. I feel like he's probably on the wrong side of thirty. Um I feel like that's that's probably right. But like I, I, I don't know that and I'm not saying that if he leaves WWE he can't ever come back, but I, I, I don't know that he could necessarily have like what McIntyre has done. Just because just because of age and, and um because of where Ziggler's career looked like it was going at one point. And then he had the unfortunate injury when it derailed the uh, the world heavyweight title run. But um, how old do you think Dolph Ziggler is? I'm gonna say thirty five. Thirty five. Matthew, do you have a guess of how old is Dolph Ziggler? Uh, that was actually going to be my exact guess. So um, closest without going over. Sure. I will then go thirty-six. Uh, I think you guys, I mean, you guys are very close, but I think you you forgot like what he was doing with the Spirit Squad and how old and long ago that really was. He's thirty-eight. Wow! So, so yeah, definitely Mac, the Mac wrong side it. of thirty. Yeah, definitely on the wrong side of thirty. Mickey. <laughs> this uh, I try to forget most things. Spirit Squad. This is the uh, the Canellas thing. Oh yes, this was. Yeah. So good. Wow. That's great. It's solid, man. That's so fucking good. That's, uh... Was that CFO? Is that who did that? I'm I'm just curious. I'm not sure. It doesn't say here. I'll have to look that up. Because that's fantastic. But now here's one. Now, I assume this is some guy doing Austin's voice, but it says, This is Stone Cold Steve Austin singing their themes. Without playing his beautiful new entrance music, I guess it's all up to good old Stone Cold. Here's <coughs> to the greatest, greatest <laughs> love I've ever known. I'm burning up in your love, your love. What, 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 what? Burning up in your love, your love. What, 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 what? Burning up in your love, your love. What, 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 what? Burning up inside your love. How can we? How can Man, we do another? That made me emotional. Uh, Stoko's gotta go. I got something. Uh, I'm so fucking happy that so I pulled good. that up. Let's close the show. Fuck it, we're done. We can't, uh, we can't top that. Yeah, let's let's. That's so good. Find out who did that. Let's get them on the show, Matt. All right, let's just uh, at least praise praise I'll them. I'll work on that, Matt. Who's? Yeah, I I, have, I literally have nothing else, Matt. Who's the woman of the week this week? Woman of the week this week is going to be Rosaria Elsa. She is a backstage interviewer with. Maryland Championship Wrestling. I think one of the companies that the three of us, four, Tim, I, I don't really know Tim's views on it, but we really pound the drum for that company. Absolutely. Um, one of the pillars of excellence in indie wrestling. And she does a fantastic job as their backstage interviewer. So, um, in this whole spirit of supporting women's wrestling, we want to make sure that we 
focus on people that aren't actually, you know, wrestlers, because there's a lot of important jobs in the wrestling industry, backstage interviewer being one of them. So give her a follow. Um, you can find her on Instagram at Rosaria, with two A's at the end, and then Elsa. All right, and where can uh, where can people follow you on Twitter, Matt? You can follow me on Twitter. It's at 3CT, the letter A, Philly, as in Philadelphia, and the number 8, so 3CT affiliate. And I promise not to tweet anything about Major League Baseball free agency ever. I promise. Beautiful. All right, Matt, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week, buddy. Yep, have a good one, guys. Right, Take it easy, too. Matt. Holy crap, that's so That was so good, man. That was, that was so, so good. good. Yeah, I'm going to have to do the a little... The great thing is, we're going to stop this show, and we're going to listen to it again. I know we're going absolutely. to. We absolutely. As right. soon as we hit I'm the stop I'm going to try and, like... That's so funny. Talk to, even just to have that guy on as a as a spot guest, as Stone Cold. That'd be so funny, From right? time to time. Right. Because that was... That's fucking gold. Yeah, that's so that good. Was so, and that's a good Stone Cold. What? Like, like what, what, what? Did you, ever, uh, did you ever watch Stone Cold E.T.? Cold ET. I'll show this to you after the show. Follow me. It's RYN Eagle. Follow the show. Make sure you're doing that. It's always the number three, three count Thursday. Yeah. And um, for those that uh, don't know, we're, our home network is NGSC Sports. Go to NGSCSports.com and uh, check out all the shows and all the content over there. We also have uh, the NGSC Sports sponsor and uh, sponsor this show, Alicia's Pillows and Things. You'll be able to find home decor at prices you will not be able to resist. You'll find pillows, stools, and uh, full body and neck pillows as well, featuring sports teams, cartoon characters, movie characters, and much more. Log on to NGSCSports.com. Find the Alicia's Pillows and Things tab on the homepage and place your order. Again, head over to 3 countthursdaycom and uh, find all of our social media, our merchandise, our Patreon, and much, much more. Until next week, guys, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the pin.